Hey, welcome to the I Got It From My Mama, a podcast where I talk to my mom about everything you're too scared to chat to your real mom about. I'm Tori. I'm a comedian in New York City. And I'm Lulu Piskin. I'm Tori's mom. Okay, I think that was a good intro. Okay, I think that was great, Tori. So everyone should get into bed, pop a Xanax. Tori, I like to use Klonopin. Okay, I was trying to say something. All right, sorry. Mom, are you on? Yes. And okay. I'm so loving our guest. Yeah, we already started talking for like 20 minutes. This is what happens. She's oh, phenomenal. Like, she is the real deal, people. She's the real deal. Yeah, she's funny. Beautiful. All right, I'm going to intro her. Okay. okay, we are here with comedian and podcaster Tracy Carnazzo. Oh, my God. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. I'm honestly really surprised I got your last name right. It's a very... Is it difficult? Not really. <laughs> For dyslexic. No, but I'm dyslexic and I always okay. get everyone's last Well, then I'm wrong. impressed. Thank you. Thank <laughs> I'm you. Proud of and you, she Tori. walked up the stairs to get here. I did walk up the stairs. And, and when I got here, about the I, no, I got to tell you something. What? I grew up with my mother will not get in an elevator. And I grew up with my mother, oh. just like you, Tori. Yes, we can And talk I about have that. been walking upstairs <laughs> when there is an elevator my whole life. And to put a little bit more on that, I had to go to the top and make sure the door would open and then go back downstairs <laughs> and it. then be like, don't worry, mom, the door will open on the top. Can your mother adopt Tori? Yes, they can so walk upstairs you, together. I did love your mom it. have like a situation in an elevator like I did? No, she just always has been See, claustrophobic. Tori, yeah, I know, I know that yours comes from a real place. Yeah, yours is more PST, uh, PTSD yes. than than an actual phobia. Yeah, but I no, have, it's a little bit no, but now it's turned into like other phobias where I'm like, now I'm scared to go to um, bar bathrooms without my phone because I'm scared I'm gonna get locked in and the noise, sure. and no one will be able to hear me, and then I'll just be stuck in the bathroom. No, but honestly, it was an unbelievably horrible experience. Of course, that happened at Refinery Twenty Nine. All right, I don't know why you're promoting them. I don't think refinery <laughs> cares were promoting. I hate to put yeah, it but together. even that, it's but like I'm saying they should have gotten their elevator fixed. Let me they say did that. get the elevator fixed when After I left. You? Yeah. Okay. Because well, I was, was a little for the too listeners late. that don't know, I got stuck in an elevator at my old job for an hour. I was on the 20th floor, and I've always right. had a fear. Even though I grew up in the city and I've taken elevators my whole life, right? But like these elevators, I knew people would say they would get stuck, and that would always be like a, a rational fear of sure. mine. Turned, turned real. Yeah. And I then understand that. you would think that like after, you know, after people say like, oh, I have a rational fear of spiders and they touch spiders and afterwards they're like, I'm fine. No, this made me like a hundred times worse. I, I totally understand that. Now I like, like recently I did this podcast with my mom and the, we had to go to 22 and before I got in the elevator, I was like, mom, I can't get in. She goes, shut up and get yeah. in. Get in and hold my hand and just look at something. I was like annoyed at her and the mouth was twitching. You know, <laughs> she gets like a whole facial Yeah, of course. I mean, a on. panic is, a is, panic. it's so physical. Yeah. Yeah. And you think like this yes. is in my head and it's really not in your head. Yeah. It's an actual physical response that your body has. And I just I, I really like identify with that a yeah. lot. Because Tracy, I have really so many phobias. Stuff. She has a lot of phobias oh, I too. Have, I've been working through phobias my whole life. So like, give what me, phobias give, do you, you have? Like, phobias so of subways. Right now I have um, yeah. the biggest thing in my life yeah. and has been since I since I can remember, maybe I was two or three years mm -hmm. old, I have a metaphobia. What's that? What, so what that's that? a phobia of vomiting, seeing someone vomit, or being around vomit. Hello, I know no one could see me pointing yeah. to Tori. <laughs> Petrified of vomiting. Yeah. yeah. 
a little. So, yes. Yeah, we've, oh, so, we've so spoken what, about so that. So why do you think you have that? Uh, so I know why I have it. Yes. When I was younger, my brother got car sick. Oh. And he threw up every single day. Oh. And usually Ugh. on me. In the oh, car. my God. That could do it. Sure. Yeah. And it, it's uh, it's it's deeper than the vomit. You know, it's deeper yeah, than everything. Yeah, right. It's, it's being out of control. It's it's feeling out of control. Well, you it's, watched it. I watched I I was on me. You yeah. Know, oh, oh. It was, yeah, that's bad. It was bad, but also, I got to tell you, you know, everyone blames their mom for their problems, right? Right, yeah. Everyone. I oh, can, we just I had can a fight before you came in. Of course, this is <laughs> I did. what we do, yeah, even right. as adults, right? I'm 35 years yeah. old, and I'm going to, on this podcast, <laughs> blame my mother for this. Why? Because... When I was little, I would say, Mommy, I don't want to get in the car. Anthony's going to throw up on me. <laughs> and she, and made she you would get look in. me in the face, in the eyes, and say, He is not going to throw up on you. Stop it. Get in the fucking car. That's what a mother does. I know. We don't have but the guess patient. what happened? He threw up. Every time. Every time. And now I Stop don't it. trust my mother. Wait, so where is she? your brother today? So my, today, my up. brother, uh, he gets car sick if he does. He drives. I mean, my brother's. 38 years, yeah. 37 years old. Yeah. <laughs> Does he take something? Um, no, he doesn't take anything. He gets like seasick. So, you know, I, I just kind of but don't is, travel your with mom, him. Would your mom have an extra change of clothes yes. for you? Yes. Stop Every it. time. She, so your mother she would makes go jokes. She'll be, like, clothes. Yeah, she'll be like, oh, we would get to your aunt and uncle's house and you'd be naked on the front porch <laughs> with your clothes in a bag. And I'd be like, can I use your washer? <laughs> and it's like, it's not like my mom makes it so funny. And it's like, that's traumatizing. Yeah. You know what? I, th- I think it's from the throw up. I'm like coughing. <laughs> you know what throw? it is? As moms, we're very overwhelmed. Sure. So what happens is if you need to get somewhere or go where you're going, it is literally like get the fuck yes. in the car. I'll deal with yes. it. Because I, they talk about my other daughter, Rachel. Tori and Rachel talk about how, I, which today I'd be arrested. I would lock them in the car and I'd say, I need, I have to do some errands. I would pull up, I guess, to an outdoor mall. I have no idea I was doing this. And I would run, excuse me, okay. from store to store. And I would like look back and I'd put up my one finger, like, I'll be right back. And they used to tell me they were like hysterically crying and doing no, the freeze game. No, tell we them. used to think that someone was going to like steal us. So anytime someone would walk by me, my sister would be like, okay, Freeze like we're statues and no one will steal us because they think we're like statues in a car. You were afraid of getting stolen? Yes. That was my, my biggest dream. I was like, I can't wait to get kidnapped. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know this, and today you would never do no, that. No, I mean, you, you, would would be, you would definitely be arrested. Yeah, no, but I was running around getting my errands done. I'd want to drag these two of fuckers with me. Do you know what I mean? So it's like your How mother. old were you guys? They weren't that young. Like No, no we were young. Three like, and... Well, like between like four and like eight. Two, like, four, like, yeah. You should young. give them up for adoption, no, honestly. <laughs> No, I probably tried, but why? I didn't know what to Mom, do. With why them. did you think that was okay to leave us in the car? Because do you like think that your the mother, police are <laughs> listening to this? No, I'm no, just no, 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 they could be coming to get me. I'm too old now. Because I think, like your mother, you are so overwhelmed sure. and stressed out. So you're just like, shut up. Yeah, just do what I gotta do. <laughs> Hands up, Mama. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think that's a real thing. <laughs> what conversation? My mom's either coughing or having a hot flash. She's no, like, I can am. never just sit or still or eating. eating. I'm always eating because I'm hungry during these podcasts. <laughs> and she's like, why are you eating? And I'm like, because I'm fucking hungry and you've kept me here for five, six hours. <laughs> and I work and I make no money doing this, but that's okay. That's what we do for our daughters. And that's why I left them in the car with the door locked. This what is, is payback. No, yeah. this, is, this pay- is payback. She keeps yeah. you in her studio yeah. with yeah. the door locked. Right. Wait, so what other so, phobias do you have? So, so you have- everything that I have stems from a metaphobia. Yeah. So um, wait, like I have a fear of airplanes. Okay. Oh, oh my 
Do I have a fear of them crashing? No. I don't care if the airplane crashes. So what's your fear? I'm afraid that someone's going to throw up on the airplane. <laughs> oh, really? If we're crashing, yeah. as long as no one's You're vomiting okay as we're going down, pot? that's fine. I'm not afraid of dying. Stop it. It is what it is. Wow. If the plane blows up yeah. and we're dead, dead is dead. Dead is yeah. dead. We don't know. Dead is dead. Who that's knows right. what's going to... No, we don't know. But we it's the know. throw up. It's the throw up. Uh, I'm afraid of the subway. I won't get on the subway. I haven't been on the subway since 2012. Wait, you and Tori yeah. should yeah. be hold hands through the meadow <laughs> and go off together. I know. I think you should be lesbians. Let's do Honestly, it. I'm not against I it. think between the guy situations yeah. you both had, yeah. that's it. Switch over because who could better understand each other? Yeah, I, I cook a lot. Do you like to eat I like love, Italian yeah. food? Okay, cool. I mean, I'm yeah. gluten free, but Wait, like, that's fine. It's like and I'm going to make the wedding. I have a great place. Oh my god, I love planning weddings. You, you do, do. Okay. do, and she wouldn't. I do interior design. I no, yeah. oh, you're yeah. in. Okay, I'll give you the money. No, but I have I'm a fear excited. of subways Go. too. I just like, I don't, mine is just like, I feel like I'm caught. My biggest fear is the um, stop between L and Bedford for people right. that don't live in the city and listen. It's listening. a long, long. It's under a tunnel. Like, no, it's not under a tunnel. It's under the water. Sure. And like the thought of that is really creeps me out because what if I get stuck and then all, this is my fear. It gets stuck and then all of a sudden the pipes burst. And you're And you're then drowned. I'm, I'm drowning and me and the rats are trying to. Um, oh, the rats. We're trying rats. to like get air. Or that's one fear. And then another fear of mine is I always bring a water bottle okay, on the subway. Same. I always bring a water bottle every yeah. Yes, because I think if I'm gonna get stuck, then I need my water to take my Ativan. Okay. But then I my pro- then I also bring cash because I think to myself, if my water goes away and I need a water and I wanna pay someone on the subway for their water, they're not gonna take my credit card. <laughs> okay, I could see that. I mean, they could probably you could probably Venmo them. Uh, also, if the world is ending and like the pipes are bursting, they might share a little sip of water. They want to be like, excuse me, I paid one dollar at the bodega for that. If you don't have cash, <laughs> I just some of my irrational fears. Yes, with all of these, which which is phobias. phobias. Yes, pho- phobias. Correct. Does it make it difficult in relationships? One hundred percent. It makes it so difficult for me. Uh, so now on top of my emetophobia and stemming from my emetophobia, I have OCD. Okay. Because oh, now I'm afraid OCDs. of germs because I'm afraid oh. you're going to give me a stomach virus. Oh. Right. I'm afraid. Oh my God. This is, now I'm what like. What soul sisters? This, this soul is, sisters. it makes it so hard because now, okay, so I'm going to let a man in my house. How does he feel? Do you feel okay? Yeah. Oh my God. What if a man has kids? Do you have any kids? <laughs> you do. How do they feel? Are they sick? Oh, you're sick. Your kids are sick. Okay, you need to leave. <laughs> your kids are sick. What do they have though? But what kind of sickness do they have? But meanwhile, you've had some very long relationships. Yes, so right. you've I have. been able to do that because it's terrifying to me to think that so you have to try someone. That else. I have to try someone else. Oh, because so it's that like okay, into I know like maybe what your not triggers are. Up with someone. Yeah, it's it's awful. I know oh what your triggers God. are. I know how much you get sick. I know <laughs> who you're around, and I want to know like all the time. Like if someone is, if you were like, oh, I didn't go to work today. I'm sick. I'll be like. Oh, what what exactly did you have exactly? Yeah. Well, I'm amazed you didn't ask her if she's okay today. Well, I mean, I I think I would know. Oh, okay. yeah. You know, well, Troy would tell you. Yeah, I think so. You're very vocal, your but I hate throwing up too. Yeah. Like I think she's like she'll call she'll call me and she'll be like, "Do you think I'm gonna throw up?" Oh, and I'm like that is my that is the phone call of the day. No, That's and, my and phone I'm call. like. And I'm sitting at home going, how the hell do I know? If she's no, because last year I was having from my line, but I didn't know yes. at the time I was having awful stomach problems sure. where I like. I would eat something and then all of a sudden I felt like bloated and yep. like I was going to throw yep. up. And I was like, and I'd walk around my apartment being like, am I going to throw up? And my ex at the time, who seemed like he was very supportive right. of it, would be like, it's okay. You're going to be fine. But it was this irrational fear. Of course. And the thing is like with a stomach ache, like there's nothing you can do mm-hmm. 
And so you're just kind of waiting for the hours for it to pass. Absolutely. And so the whole time I'm just like, am I going to throw up? I'm I have throw so up? many uh, coping skills that I've I've developed from, from feeling like this. Not no. from therapy, no. just from, from going through it yourself. Like, like ticks? Um, for, no, no. Like she said coping skills. Oh. Tools. <laughs> They're called tools. Mine are not Like tools. you just bang your head up against tools. the window? <laughs> no, mine is I'll do this thing. I'll like move my mouth when I feel nauseous. Right. I'm, or I'll do this crazy thing where if I'm feeling nauseous, I tell myself, but do you want a bagel? And then if I say I want a bagel, okay. then I'm like, okay, you're not going to throw up. I totally get that. Really, the th- if you Could were- you think of food? Yeah. Yes. Then I'm like, okay, you're just having a stomach ache. So have you ever been, um, I'll, I'll give you a great little tip. Okay. This is for anyone listening that has these problems too. Like um, you ever wake up nauseous in the middle of the night? Sometimes, yes. Or, you know, it's now it's nighttime and you have to go to bed and you're nauseous. Oh, that's the worst. Okay, so this is what I do. Instead of trying to go to sleep, shutting the lights off and feeling that seasick feeling, I prop myself up. Yes. I put a whole bunch of pillows behind my back and I sit up and I watch TV in bed and I go, I'm not going to go to sleep. I'm just going to stay up all night. Okay. And eventually you just get tired and fall oh. asleep. Oh, okay. But so you're you tricking never, yourself. You're tricking That's yourself. a good tip. You never also remember this. Uh, any kind of anti-anxiety pill is yeah. usually an anti-nausea. Oh. And if you don't have that, Benadryl is an anti-nausea medication. Oh. Any you're kind a of source of information <laughs> yes, for phobias. It will also calm you. I see in the works. Yeah, if if you can take Benadryl, I mean, it's going to make you drowsy. Sure. Right. Did you know? And this? it's going to no. calm you. In a pinch, you take a Benadryl. Wow. And it will calm you down enough. And usually, it helps your nausea because antihistamines help nausea. Yeah. Wow. And you'll feel calmer. I didn't know that anti-anxiety pills help your um. Absolutely. There's a nerve. There's right. Yeah. Yes. There's a nerve that goes right from your brain to your stomach. Right. I think it's the vargus nerve, mm-hmm. and there's an actual connection so when people say like i have a nervous stomach that's not a saying that's a real thing yeah meaning like you know when you get the shits when you're nervous wow. that's from that nerve right and when you feel like you're gonna throw up because you're nervous it's from the nerve so your anti-anxiety meds are actually working as an anti-nausea right. so you have to remember that too when like if you take a Ativan or you take a Xanax or whatever, it's like, okay, this is also for nausea. Like, just calm down. It's yeah. Because sometimes I take a medication and I'm like, is this going to make me throw up? Right, yeah. <laughs> but you know for a fact that an anti-anxiety is not going to make you throw up. Wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. And that's, that's something. That's amazing tip. Yeah. For so wait, do you For anyone. So do you fly, though? Okay. I fly, but I fly cautiously. Okay. I do you fly. Wear a what does that mean? Do you wear a mask? No, but I wish I could. I no, wish but like I, those what agents, do you wear the mask? Cautiously meaning like I am not okay on a flight. And here's the other thing. It's not like, oh, well, you know, just take off and then you'll be okay. I'm nervous the entire flight. Yeah. Because the vomit could happen at any moment. Right, any moment. And any you get m- triggered when they say like if you feel nauseous, there's a bag. I can't even know that there is a vomit bag in front of me because yeah. I, I get very nervous. Yeah. I don't even I mean, want anyone to I acknowledge just, it. I know this is painful and it must be so hard to live this way, but I am so thrilled that <laughs> meeting someone like her. Yeah. I thought she was literally like the only one. Like, no. Like this is a one of a kind. No. <laughs> Denise Richards. Kind. I love her on The Housewives. Denise Richards is a metaphobic. I didn't know that. How good is she on The Housewives? She's amazing. She's I the love, best I've one. always loved her though. Yeah. I love her. She's so real. There are so many people she, that have this. So I, I have a Mr. Pod- Big Dick. 
Who? If you watch oh, yeah? it, she got married. Oh, right. I don't know. I don't remember. Oh, oh, that. oh, she got married and she says he's got the biggest dick. Right. So but beautiful. She she had a lot of issues. She had Charlie Sheen. Hello. Yeah. yeah. Well I mean, she she has a problem with it still. She has kids and no, like, she I, has, right. She has a he's problem broke, with it. Charlie Sheen. Yeah, well, he's a she little just, bit. Oh well, no. No, she said he's broke. Well, really? at least she doesn't have AIDS. Yeah, um. right. <laughs> right. You know what? You're right. This You're right. Wait, so That's what's right. her so what yeah, what does she say about her kids with a throw up? I mean, she has a hard time. I'm not Totally sure. I've read an article about how she has a metaphobia, really? but I'll tell you this: I have I have a podcast about Teen Mom, and we have a discussion group, and there's about six thousand people in my discussion group wow. about this, and I've talked about Tracy. it on my podcast about how I'm a metaphobic. And do you know that there's hundreds of women that have contacted me saying, "I can't believe you said that. I'm a metaphobic." Really? Wow. And it's just the craziest thing that well, people so don't want to like really fess up. It's mostly these it mostly affects women. Interesting. I wow. wonder why. I don't know, but it, and it comes from all different things. And I have met so many people and formed a bond with so many of my listeners because you know, and and we message each other like, hey, alone. I'm struggling right now, and I'm like, hey, you're not going to throw up. It's okay. Yeah. You're fine. And then there's a point where when you feel so nauseous that you almost have to say to yourself like. I'm so nauseous that if I throw up, it's okay. Yeah. And like you kind of have to make peace with it. And as soon as you make peace with it, it's usually okay. Yeah. I think my fear stems from when I was in eighth, when I was in camp, I had like a stomach virus and I like threw up all night. And like, I don't know, just the thought of that. Yeah. What camp? That swim Which camp one? you made Canada? me go to. Yeah, when you lost made... him in the car and she started a new life. You know. <laughs> the one you made me go to. <laughs> she enrolled in I my mom would always make me go to these like intense swim no, camps. She went, she, well, you're Jewish. She you was have a to go to camp. horrible yeah. swimmer, by the way. <laughs> no, like literally, I don't know why she was like, I called her a competitive swimmer. Right. But she was really like the Jewish horrible non-athlete swimmer. Oh, yeah. Poor thing. It was hot, and I would push her in the pool at six in the morning. I was like, you need to I get up. I wonder why you're like this, Tori. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> everything sounds fine. And I would go to these swim camps and I was like so, I was like, I'm tired. Like, I don't want to swim four hours a day. I was I was on the swim team uh, for probably 10 years. That, yeah. that was like my sport. Real, see, maybe it's a thing Yeah, I, I was a good swimmer though. Oh, Sorry to oh, okay. I, was, oh, I mean, really? I was competing. <laughs> I okay, mean, I was like the real competitive. <laughs> you should have been my child. I was much thinner. <laughs> okay, so I, you look great. Thank you. I'm sorry, you look terrific. We, we used to do Tuesdays after Gorgeous school, Thursdays. Hair. Thank you so much. Thursdays after school, wow. Friday nights were our swim meets, and Wait. Saturday morning practice. Wait, you well, were the real Kahuna? Yeah, yeah, we were. We were. I was like, she was like the fake, like I would fragile just talk to everyone. Jewish girl. I'm shocked. That yeah, no, she would talk to everyone. And she oh, she was always injured. We had knee injuries, we had shoulder injuries, we had foot injuries. She was trying she to injure walk. herself so she couldn't go in the That's pool. Seriously. Yeah. Well, yeah. She but, was probably like six, like mom, I think I have my period, I can't go yeah. swimming. Listen, I don't like, think I, a tampon and get I don't to think the I really knew what was going on except for I know once she said to me, they made me go first. I'm dyslexic, right. so I can't read the time. No, because they would always make you, they I don't know the I can't remember, but the time thing was always very confusing to me. Because okay. it would be like on this time, you would do... Sure, they would be like three fifties on right. a minute. Yeah, right. right. Yeah. But she couldn't read any of that. So I went to talk to the <laughs> Russian coach. Oh, gosh. And, you like, were like sold into child slavery. Yeah, okay. No, I was like, listen, she's dyslexic. And he's like, and he's literally like, what? What? He doesn't know what I'm talking about. We don't about. have dyslexic. Even d- dyslexic, a Russian coach, What? She will go first or whatever. I and can't the do. thing is, so I and would. And you were like, yeah, I still can't. So, I would, <laughs> yeah. 
So the thing is, I would go slow on purpose so I wouldn't have to go first. Right. And so I would like, I remember I would just slow down, but like at the end of the day, like I didn't really care either. Anyway, she sucked. You were good. She sucked. We got out. Yeah. We got out with the How many was years good. did you get out? A lot of years. I started so when you I was didn't like. didn't really get out. No, I started when that I was, was like bad. six and then I stopped swimming when I was like 16. It's that it took long? you 10 we years went, to get out? Wait, Tori, that And you long? still didn't get good? Here's the only good <laughs> thing like, that okay. happened from it. What? Tori met I was drowning my once. other daughter's husband's sister. They became best friends okay. with her. So and I, basically, really daughter, I basically helped my sister and, and that's all that really myself. matters because a Jewish mother cares about nothing more than her daughter getting yes, married. Yes, and she right. got married, but no one's helped Tori. So, right, so she was like, you know like, what? what kind of, I said, what kind of payback is this shit? I say to her, and I always go, don't you have somebody? She's like, no, because she's like very quiet. Right. No, what are you, no, 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 there's got to be somebody. Does your sister think that your 10 years of torture was worth it? Um, for her husband? I don't think she, oh, I don't, think I don't she know, but I should, I should bring that up. You should though. ask her, be like, I suffered for 10 I years. I literally, like, you know how, like, frizzy my hair got in those swimming pools and how many caps oh God, I broke? Cap, yes. Cap. There was, was a whole say, cap thing. You remember the silicone one that used to just split, right? Very so slowly. The best is my yeah. mom would always cheer for the wrong person. She, like on the swim beach, she, she was like, just looking for a big cap. Yeah, she was looking, looking for a big for cap. You, a good swimmer. And then, and then she's like, oh, Tori's doing so well. And then that person would get out of the water and she's like, oh, that's not my daughter. Well, because everyone's wearing the same suit but at that point. But you both were, well, one was a good swimmer, Tracy, yeah. and Tori was a fake swimmer, but you ended up with all these phobias. But I don't think and that is that swimming from has... Mother, but is that from us? Wait, so why did your, your mom mother have a fear of the elevator? So she my did... mother's always been claustrophobic. Like, I, she doesn't have a story. She right. just has always been like that. My mom hasn't been on the subway since 1982. Wow. And there's no getting her into the wow. subway. Yeah. But it's not worth it she then. Will you go into, she'll go into the elevator huh. in Atlantic City <laughs> when she goes to the Borgata. Okay. And she <laughs> just, she just really... Because they're very quick elevators. And, you know, when you're on like so the 40th floor, you have no choice. But I remember when my father was sick, he was on like the 17th floor. And she was she was walking. She was walking. She was walking. <laughs> she was walking. My mother broke her wrist uh, two summers ago, and she had to go to physical therapy in Flushing, and it was on the tenth floor. And these were the most because you know sometimes tenth floor is like a half a staircase. Right, right, right. These were two full staircases, <laughs> so it was almost like twenty floors. Good thing she's not she lost like twenty pounds going to physical say. therapy. She had to go three times a week. <gasps> and I remember the first time I went with her. And I was like, oh, here we go. <laughs> but you're used I to this. I got up. No, but I hadn't done it in so many years. <laughs> I got up there. This was two summers wow. ago. I got up there and I was like, I think we need to call 911. <laughs> like, I don't know what's going to. I just walked up 20 flights Stop of stairs it. in yeah. the summer. So, but no wonder where you have these things from. So I get Let's it. Let's be quite and when frank. I, listen, when you was just course. come out in a yeah. different My way. My grandmother was agoraphobic. Oh. Her mother. Okay. She couldn't leave the house. She couldn't leave the house. She didn't like. She she left the house, but she didn't like big crowds. She couldn't go to a mall. She yeah. couldn't go All to right, anywhere. So this where there's is very a lot of people. genetic. There's and long she couldn't lines. be in the house by herself. All right. So this is this is long yes, lines. Yes, and I think it phobias. trickles down a little bit. And I tore and I'm better. Yeah. I think I'm better. I like so far. I think the generation. The well, you know, it's more the throw up. Yeah. The the crazy trickles down i think to yeah me, that's normal but it gets watered out well okay. yeah the thing is i think maybe i had all those issues but i think the lime like brought it all out i think that when you have anxiety yeah. about whatever it comes out in different ways and i think that when you are stressed yeah it comes out because i some days i feel good and i feel okay and i feel strong enough to like face the day and then sometimes i'm so stressed out that I'll be like, I need to stay inside because there's too many germs inside, outside. Right. But you have to, it's, it's similar yeah. to Tori. When Tori was little, mm-hmm. she used to have, first of all, it started at three where she was dragging <laughs> her leg. No, like, like literally. Like Tim? 
Yes. And I, I thought she had goddamn like a tumor or right. cancer. So I said to my husband, take her to an MRI now. Like she was dragging. Right. There was nothing wrong. What was that about, Tori? I have no I, idea. It's called mental. Men- no. A mental case. <laughs> then, a fucking mental case. But then didn't you say I switched legs? Then she, well, then she and then you were like, oh, she's full of shit. And then we just ignored her. <laughs> then she would do like, a, a, she would have like a, a twitch in her nose. I would flare my like, nose. Like from Bewitched. Sure. Remember that old yes. show? And she'd like constantly Crinkle it. twitched it. Yeah. Twitch it. Like her, everything would twitch. Did you have any superpowers? I was trying. Mm-hmm. Okay. She, she had nothing. Then she had something. That's called an encouraging mother. She had nothing. Nothing. Then she had side tick. For anyone that knows this, what's that? You go. (laughs) Okay, so you've had anxiety your whole life. This is way before lines, so don't let her fool you. Right, but that's what I'm saying. As As a child, as a child, you had anxiety, and we thought it was from the pool. We said, oh, maybe it's the pool. <laughs> you were like, you know what? Maybe it's the pool. Let's keep her in swim 10 more years. <laughs> no, but when I go to therapy now, I like always keep telling my therapist, I'm like, it's the lime. And she's like, but when I spoke no, to not. your mother once, she was like, your mom said you had a lot of problems when you were younger. And no, I was she like, had, she had a lot of no, anxiety. No. You have anxiety. The lime made it's it. inside of you or not. Right. Yeah. Yes. It, and it comes it, out in it different ways. It magnified it in more of a condensed Absolutely. version. Like when I got really sick and then I went on antibiotics. IV antibiotics, what happens is like you um, you detox, so everything sure. gets worse before it gets better. Yeah. So when I was detoxing, I became an agoraphobic. Well, she I couldn't leave the, couldn't leave the house. But that, that is trauma. Yeah. This is right. more um, post-traumatic stress disorder than any kind of phobia, and there is a difference between it. Right. Um, so any kind of exposure therapy works for people that do not have post-traumatic stress disorder. Right. It does not work at all. So you have to remember, like, okay, figure like a soldier that has been in war and sometimes you know they have post-traumatic stress disorder and like a loud noise might trigger them yeah putting them in a room and exposing them to loud noise over and over and over again is no. only going to make them curl into the fetal position right right and go into a very bad place yeah so my therapist is always trying to get, i get me into the elevators right and, I, and that might I take not... i take them but i i can't take it alone uh, that's fine I well the that's... other day I think we were going to my other daughter's. I can't remember. Right. My husband was with me. And she goes, I'll meet you up there. And my husband would get on the elevator. He goes, oh, she's got it again. <laughs> you know, like, like it's fr- it's it's painful as parents. But the thing is. is, it's like to the thing it? you... But if someone but doesn't I, have... But I'm very fine with But it. the thing is, if someone doesn't have our issues, like when you talk about the throw-up thing, yeah. I have that, but I don't have it to your extreme. Sure, but you understand but it. But I understand it. But when you talk about your extreme, it's hard for me to like understand that yes. but i so when people when i tell people about my elevator fear they don't understand right like it. when people say i'm afraid to die in a plane i can't fly because i'm afraid of dying i'm like, I'm like yeah. i want you to know that's what i'm like yeah that i barely dead. i won't go anywhere that is dead but I, i'll do, I know. do you right. do a lot so of crazy for and you me think to relate I'd be to good that with that because i also had a mother that died young right. so you think i'd be like oh dead is dead but i am petrified on a plane i'm the kind that if there's one little bump i scream at i'm like Wah! oh there could be and listen i don't care about tur- come, yeah. you can have turbulence you could Stop be like listen you you're be probably f- gonna have a broken arm you're from this turbulence i'll be like that's fine is anyone gonna get <laughs> sick in the air if you put me on a plane me tracy on a plane for 48 hours and, yeah, but it was just me fine. alone i don't care so i'll tell you i got it stuck in an elevator at work and i am not afraid of that but i am afraid to be on an elevator with people because i don't want them to throw up <laughs> Do you see so, where like so, this yeah. is? So, but the point the is opposite. it affects every area of Absolutely. your life. So yes. now, whether it's Tory's situation is, and I think a lot of listeners can relate to this. Like yeah, you everyone said, has you have their 6, own 6,000 people contacting there, you. 
it's it's insane. Everyone has their thing. So now I get stuck in the elevator at work, and I'm like, oh man. Everyone so I sit down things. on the floor, Indian style. Wow, I wouldn't see. I would. I can't do that because I would be afraid when I got stuck. I was afraid to move because I thought it would drop. Because in my head, I mean, you weigh not that much. Well, I mean, <laughs> in my head though, she wasn't dropping anywhere. In my irrational head, I think the elevator is held up by dental floss. Right. Yeah. No. Okay. So I dated a guy with a kid for a very long time, and he had sole custody of the child. And I used to ask him so much about the kid. I would ask him so many questions that he thought that I was like interested in knowing about how this child was. And right. also he has sole custody. Right. So he's looking for someone to of really course. care about his child. Of course. So I'm like, hey, how's your son feel? And he's like, he feels good. I'm like, <laughs> really? Just... Has he been sick lately? And he's like, uh, yeah, he was. I'm like, oh, he was sick. What did he have? And he's like, I don't know, like a cold. Oh, does he get nauseous from that? <laughs> No, what did you give him for the cold? Did you give him anything? Like, does he usually get like, um, like if he coughs a lot, does he throw up? And he's like, no, not really. And we're having all these discussions. Wait, that's so crazy. And then if someone tells me that they've thrown up, I'm like, really? You've thrown up? And this is only over the phone because if you tell me that you've thrown up in real life, you'll, you'll I, be will, running. I will evacuate. Right, you'll I will evacuate. evacuate. So I'll tell you recently, Tori and I, yeah, Tori and I were spending a lot of time together at Caroline's uh, and we were watching, uh, you know, I was watching, you were involved in March Madness. I was watching and a comic came and sat next to me one day Uh and he was, uh, he had his head down on the table sitting next to me after he hugged me and kissed me hello and was sitting next to me and like rubbing my arm, you know, we're friends and he put his head down on the table and I said, hey, what's going on? And he, I was like, you're tired? And he's like, no, I think I'm going to throw up. Oh Oh my my God. God. And I said, oh, okay. And I got up and I walked to the other side of, and then I, I pureled my hands over and over and over again. Uh, Did he wonder where you went? Uh, no, I was like, I mean, I'm going to go sit over there. And then I... I mean, you were rubbing his, his arm. He, yeah, he was just oh, he like was, very affectionate to me. Oh, he was and rubbing then, your arm. Um, right. I didn't want to, I didn't want to know anything more. And then he ran out. Um, into the bathroom area and then he came back and then he went to say goodbye to me and I ran to the oh, other side. Oh my God, that is the funniest thing. And then thing. I was like, and I even told like the people that I was with, I was like, hey, don't say goodbye <laughs> to this guy and don't touch him because he's very sick. <laughs> yeah. And then people are like, maybe he's drunk. I'm like, he's sober. So, and it's seven o'clock at night. <laughs> That's what I used to do with like, not with uh, uh, with uh, with throwing up, but like if I wanted to go home at the end of the night, like partying, I would right. tell my friends who were like the most drunk because everyone knew that Tori never wanted to party. Right. Tori wanted to go home early, so I would take That's the drunkest right. friend and I would say, "Hey, don't you want to go home? Do you want to go home and eat?" Like I would like manipulate them, and they'd be like, "Yeah." I'd be like, "Now you go tell the rest of the group that you want to do that." Okay, <laughs> if you get too, if you and I go out, right? Yeah, and you're like, "I'm gonna have a few drinks," and you get too drunk and I get nervous, I yeah. will leave you there flat. <laughs> I am a flat lever. I'll call 911 and tell an ambulance, like, my friend's really drunk. She's going to die. Yeah. And I'll leave you with the EMT. I'm, I'm gone. No, I used to. I'm out. In college, I used to. I was like, how do I leave this party? So I would call the cops. And then my friends would be oh, like, Oh, you would break up your own house yeah, party. Would, no, it would. Yeah. And then five minutes later, people would be like, The cops are here. And I'd be like, oh, like oh, my God. And like, don't worry. They'd be like, Where's my jacket? I'm like, Oh, I have it. That's so weird because the entire car is packed up and I'm right. starting it. But that's up. why you're both comedians. Right. Yeah. I mean, you have you to know, make you fun almost, of these like, have situations. to get it out. Yeah. yeah. You have to get it out. But with, oh, the, yeah. with the elevator, like, I'll do this thing where I'll hold the door for people sure. or FedEx guys. They're like, You are so nice. No one ever holds the elevator for me. You're like, Come in the elevator. Take a ride with me. I'm like, And I go, Do you want to go to the fourth floor with me? What? I'll do is I'll go I'll become like the um, what is it called the guy who, I'll, do, I'll the become the bellhop no I'll oh, become the, the bellhop bell I'll go which floor because I want to know the what floor they're operate. going to because right. that see way if they're going to stay with you if they go higher than me then I can go to my floor sure. but if not I'll get out and I'll walk 
Okay, I, you know what? I don't think but that's look so at crazy. Her mother though. who had this her whole life, yeah. right? I, I don't so think I, that's so I crazy. So I get in the elevators. It's just very hard for me to be alone because that's when I, I was alone with the right. Elevator. So I don't want to be in the elevator with anyone because what if they're sick? She's what if worried they're gonna about throw the up. throwing right. up. And what if we get stuck and they panic and they throw right. up? But right. see how far you take this. Oh, you have no. You know clue. what though? It is what people don't really get is how hard it is to live with it. Yeah, it's, and it's, it's awful. something you cannot help. Like it's no. not something if a guy said to you like oh like oh hey I you know I really can't deal with this well fuck you because it's no, not gonna that's, go away. That's a deal mother, didn't that's my fine. ex well tell her you? ex one day we I lived on floor eleven right now we were in a move whatever we're now I'm on five which is a much better floor for Tori so anyway she was walking up the steps and he came off the elevator and he looked at me and he's like. Well, I really hope this is like not going to be her whole life. Like, hey, gee whiz, you know that's how yeah. we kind of talk. And I'm think, and I thought to myself, like, no. And I said to him, oh no, she'll get over this. But I wasn't like really thinking like sure. how he really couldn't deal with it. But he obviously couldn't. So it really bothered him. That's yeah. okay. That's a really telling sign, and I think that's actually a great Good story point. because you, as someone with anxiety, and it doesn't matter what your anxiety is over. The one thing that I need to do is be heard. Yeah, and that's what makes me feel safe. So my best friend Noelle, we have been friends since I am a child, mm-hmm. and since she's she's three years older than me. I was like twelve, she was like fifteen, and we were best friends. And we travel together. We've traveled the entire country together. And we are just so in sync. And our deal with each other is like, hey, if you, she's scared of, uh, she's scared to throw up, but she's more scared of herself Perfect. throwing up. Yeah. Um, but she totally understands anxiety and I totally understand anxiety. Mm-hmm. So we always say like, hey, no matter where we go and no matter what we do, if you want to leave, no questions asked, we leave. Right. And so we'll signal, we'll be like, you ready? And she'll be like, I'll be like, yep, well, let's go. <laughs> and I don't ask questions. We'll yeah. talk about it later about why we left or why That's we're so scared. Good, though. We just it it is what it is, and they'll, I'll always calm her down, and she'll always calm me down. Right. No matter what, and I think that if you don't have a partner that understands anxiety, it's so it makes you feel so unsafe. Mm-hmm. So this guy that didn't understand your anxiety, like how would you have felt living your life with someone who didn't support your anxiety and didn't make you feel safe? Right. But the thing I think the thing was difficult about him was that he seemed like he he never. Re- I think he kept it so much inside of right. him. That I didn't know. Yeah, but there was one time yeah, but you what went about away. Well, there Tracy, was one time when they went away to Jamaica. And Troy was having a lot of trouble with her stomach. Sure. Like yeah. she, oh, like the throw up. Yeah. Just like you. But it caused her not to eat. Like she would yes. look at food, but she would have to wrap it up and eat later. Yes. Because that's why I, she was I do that all the time. Oh, all the time. Yeah. And he said to you, tell Tracy. He was like, I was like, because we went to this restaurant and then sure. and you were on a vacation. No, we were on a vacation. We were First on the way time. to the restaurant and I was like, I don't know what it is. I feel like really, I was like yeah. having a panic attack. I was like, I can't eat. Like the thought of like sitting sure. down and eating was like, I was like, I yep. can't do this now. And he was like, okay. And I was like, listen, like you go eat. Like, I don't want to ruin this yeah. for you. Like, I'm just going to go back up to the room. And then he came back upstairs and I was like, I'm so sorry. And he's like, it's fine. As long as this doesn't happen again. Nope. nope. Red flag. No, no. She should have ended you, it then. How do you even want Right. To be with someone right. that would not... Do you know what my ideal partner would do? Or you know what Noelle would do? My best friend? Yeah. She would say, okay, then we won't eat. Or I'll get something to take out and we'll Hello. just sit in the room together. What? Yeah. Is that okay? That's exactly and how, and what she I would also say... Let's do room service do room. when you're ready. Let's hang out. I don't care as long as I'm with you. Absolutely. And you know what she, she also would have said? She red flag. Noelle would have ordered me food, ordered herself food, put mine in the fridge and be like, you're going to be hungry later. Yeah. I like Noelle. Let's bring yeah. her next She's time. amazing. Uh, you're gonna be hungry later let's put your food in i'm gonna eat does it bother you if i eat if not i'll eat outside right tell me do you want me to sit with you 
do you want to talk about it or do you want to talk about something else? But that's yeah. the ultimate guy you want. That, you know but what that's, I mean? That's the Someone, only, but that's the only option. There's no right. other option. Well, yeah. both like you. I, I don't think so. Or I need someone who's like, I, or I need someone who could be like, all right, like we know you, if, or who could be like, it's like, it's like, you know how like, uh, like it could be like, oh, I laugh at your stuff. You know what yeah. I mean? Like your elevator thing, like I totally get it, but it's like, you know, it's a little crazy. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I know it's crazy. But with my ex, he was so sensitive. Like he wasn't like a funny it's person. It's not about him. But he was, right. he'd be like, so you're going to have this It's elevator? not about him. He's making it about him. Right. But the whole, that's what the whole no, end of the no, relationship was about. I am about. glad that you never spoke to him again. Yeah. He sounds awful. Well, luckily he never contacted that's her perfect. again. Yeah. Right. That's perfect. Yeah. That's the first thing that you, when you said that to me, I said, that's perfect. That is a dream. Yeah. You don't have an option. That's beautiful. No, you're right. But you're I think right. the thing is for my ego, it's very hard for me to know that he never contacted me again. My ego is very I was, Of course, hard. because logically, you know that you didn't do anything, right? Logically. Right. Emotionally, you're like, why was that good enough for him? Yeah. You have to go with your logic. And also, if everyone's telling you something like, you know, your mom's telling you like, he's the worst. I'm telling you he's the worst. Yeah. I can't imagine that anyone else in your life didn't tell you he was the worst. Yeah. For doing that. Like- are we all wrong and you're right? No. No. Oh, you're like a therapist. Yeah. I'm ta- I've, I've done good. this a million well, times in my life. she's been through a lot. And, yeah. and because you know what? Even my recent breakup, like, I'm telling you that rationally I know I'm okay. Yeah. But emotionally and in this irrational place in my head, I'm like, oh, I don't know. But you're you- still being contacted. Of course. Which but- is very... I want to say. But it doesn't even matter because even in my past relationship. You, but you have contact with the, the ones you've recently yes. told. We just but even, even everyone that has no contact with me, there is a part of you, I think maybe even as a woman, that there's this insecurity whether you, whether you present yourself as secure or not, mm-hmm. there's an insecurity inside of us as a woman. I don't know. I, I've, I've seen it with every single woman that I've come in contact with, every single woman that I've been friends with, no matter their shape, no matter their size, no matter anything about them that there's some kind of like i'm not good enough yeah and that is brought out usually by a relationship Hmm. and it's just something that you have to remember like you know i've said to my therapist like i think that if i was thinner and if i had bigger boobs and a bigger butt and a better body shape Mm. i would be happier and he goes i don't think so (laughs) you know what though none of that is true right yeah you could you could like you could look at the Kardashians. They're all miserable. Yeah, and they're look all like at, They're miserable. Physically Do you know perfect. that Jay-Z cheated on Beyonce? Yes, yes. Yeah. The queen You did. know, You know who it was with, no. right? Who? The rumor? Oh, yeah. Gwyneth Paltrow. It was. Really? Yes. Oh, I thought it was... Uh, she was, oh, she was, was the Becky. Really? Really? She was the Becky. But see, it but does, I'm just saying, it doesn't that's matter. the point. Jennifer it's, Aniston right. got cheated on. Like, look at Jennifer Aniston, right? Yes. And look what he did to her. I mean, he really humiliated her, but boy, calm as a bitch, look what happened to him. Right. But Absolutely. you could be, it, do, it has nothing to it do with and being I said, cheated on. I, I was crying a few weeks ago. Or having, breaking up. Yeah, yeah. It absolutely. Nothing, it's, it's that. But you could see that from the outside, but when you are on I the know. inside of it, there is no telling me that I am not, that, that like right now I feel like I'm not good enough. Yeah. And rationally, I know that I am. Right. But in that irrational part of me, I'm like, no, I'm not. I think relationships can really do that to you. Absolutely. When you have someone who's not respecting you in the right way and someone who's putting you down, either whether whether it's directly or indirectly or any kind of rejection, we feel not good enough. And and let me say plenty of unattractive people out there have families. They've been together 40 years. And I mean, they're 
There's a there's a seat for every ass. That's right. That's what my father used to tell That's me. That's right. And so I said to my mother a few weeks ago, I said, I think if I had bigger breasts, right. men would oh like me better. God. And do you, listen, I know how stupid and shallow that sounds. Yeah. I know, but, but, but it's how I felt at the right, time. And right. she said to me, Tracy, yeah. there are women that have double mastectomies that find love every single day. That's right. That are no less attractive than any other person. She's so, so right. So now you're going to tell me that your breasts would get you love? Today, in this world, the world we're at, is very difficult with men. Yes. I do. I think I it's think that in a big city culture, it's very difficult Manhattan too. Manhattan yeah. is very If you lived hard. in South Carolina, I Tori, agree. I would be You would be on your third marriage. Yes. Oh wow. Yes. You would have seven children. Yes, <laughs> I agree. Manhattan sucks today. And you would be not even signing right. your divorce papers before you were getting married to another guy. Right. No, you're right. It's just cuz everyone wants that life and right now like you do comedy. Like, yeah. you're not I don't want to say attractive to men because that's not true. It's like you're not looking for that like perfect life. Like you're, are you going to meet a guy and move to Connecticut? No. And, like, See, she think, but this is the whole thing. But do you she want that? Wants it, but she doesn't. Right. And I, say I think her, and, unless I want a relationship, yeah. but I don't think I don't want the but thing. She wants it on her terms. Yeah. You right. can come over after I'm done with comedy. Right. But this is what you I mean. Can, like you have a priority that's not getting married and having children and having a white picket fence. Right. So that is not like really you're not looking for that and you have to realize that yourself. And maybe that's why I'm attracting the wrong guys. Of course. Of course because what if you had a guy he's 30 years old he has a great job he's got a ton of money he's oh, ready to buy that house. Guys. He's ready to buy the house tomorrow. He wants you to get pregnant on your honeymoon. She'd you ready? Be running, heading for you ready? Like, she'd be on an elevator. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's like actually I'm going to go on a cruise ship. <laughs> Listen, I'm going another, right up to that another, 35th floor. That's also right. another fear of mine. But you could go get Same. me. Yeah, you're right. But do you tell guys right away about your... Um, I try to because I feel like if they your, don't know about it, I feel unsafe. Yeah, I like to tell them on the first date. Like somehow it always gets brought up. I'm like, oh yeah, I got stuck in an elevator. Now I'm really scared of elevator. Yes. And I'm always like, I oh like my God, why'd you have to tell well, no, I, I think say, you should. But I say it right. in a funny right. way. No, it okay. doesn't matter how you but say it. But you're right. You want to see how they react, especially It's not if about seeing how you react. It's about people having empathy. Honest, and if you right. don't have a person empathy. that has empathy. You're like a therapist. Oh, yeah. Let's yeah. hang a shingle. You I can make you. a fortune. I mean, but you're really on the money. But I don't listen to myself. Well, I think that's yeah. But all, I'm telling you, no that one does. My best friend Noelle, yeah, is my soulmate. Yeah, she got married. I married them. I was oh. the maid of honor, oh, and wait. I was the officiant no. in oh. September. And her husband yeah. knows that the both I go this first. Thing going. Right. Yeah, you like this is how it goes. Like, yeah, she is my soulmate. Oh. And if I could ever find a man like that her. has a connection with me like that, like I'll marry him tomorrow. Yeah. But you have to, that's all I want. I don't care what you look like. And I'm not saying, like, don't be gross, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it just, it just doesn't matter to me. Um, it doesn't matter to me what you make. I mean, you know, be responsible. Yeah. But at the same time, like, a connection is so important with me. That's why these women are dating on dating apps, right? Yeah. I can't look at you and tell and you if empathy, I like you. Empathy. I need to know how you are. Like, well, that who problem are with the dating apps is it's all pictures. Right. My so, niece. My exactly. niece was from Atlanta. We were at Massachusetts. Right. And she goes, Auntie, look at this dating app. Now, she didn't even look at what they had to say. She literally was going, swipe, I don't look, swipe, yeah. done. 
Done. Done. Exactly. He's cute. He's cute. He's cute. Blah, blah, blah. But I'm saying, how do you how do you know someone? And that's we're we're limiting ourselves. And no one's going out to these mixers or meet. I want to meet someone. I agree. I want to meet someone, and I want to form a friendship with them. Yes, the way we used to. Exactly. Your mother and father met. Exactly. How did they meet? My my parents met uh, like through a mutual friend. They were like 18 years old. Yeah, and they were hanging. Meeting much younger. Yeah, and they were hanging out at a schoolyard. And my mom went with her friend to where my dad used to hang wow. out, and they met, and they clicked, and they hit yeah, it off. This is and a, two years this later, is they were married. New, but this is a new world. The of problem course, is, but I want you're a meeting in your thirties. You're meeting in your That's, late thirties. Uh, see, I don't, I don't think that it's a problem. I'm thirty-five, and I don't feel that a lot of, and especially Jewish girls, are yeah. like, I need to be married. I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> I'm not too old for this shit. I don't need to be married because I don't want children. Right. So there's right. I'm afraid they're gonna. Well, no your, your time, your clock is my clock. I have a clock. I've never felt a clock in my whole life. Good thing. So I want a partner yeah. in life that I understand. That is literally my partner. I want to make eye contact with you, and I want you to be like, "Oh shit, she's anxious. Let me calm her down. Yeah. Let right. me do something." But I to also make think her that takes better. like, wait, can I use time? Bathroom? Yes, you can take. I'm sorry, you, you have to, to use the bathroom. So okay, yeah. use the you bathroom. Make a <laughs> Are you bringing the mic with you? You're bring like walking mic. with okay, it. I'm gonna take bring the mic. Okay, go with it. Okay. No, I just I think it's so important to have a connection with someone. Yeah. And if there's no connection, there's literally nothing. I agree. And that guy, the little that you've told me about him, there was no connection. No. He was not connected to you. No. He was just connected to me and he knew what angles were good because he was a photographer. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> My photos were so good when we were together. Oh man. Well that's see, that's a little bit of a loss. I understand. Yeah. You know what I mean? mean? I guess you could book him <laughs> one day. But I think that, no, I, I think that it's a really great But I thing. also think it's hard, too, when, like, say, like, I've been going on a lot of dates now, and there are some dates where I'm like, he's great on paper, but I just don't have a connection yeah, with him. absolutely. But then I have but a connection okay. with the guys that, like, are not good on paper. That's okay, though, because you still have, it, it's not about what they have or what they do. It's about how they make you feel. That's true. And anyone who makes an effort, is okay. Like you are, you are a lone wolf right now, and yeah. you are self-sustainable. You don't need anyone, correct? Right. You want someone. I want someone. Yeah. But you don't need anyone. No. So why do you need someone to be? You know, like, like well, I just think like I don't. I want someone who like has their own thing going, or like you driven. want someone that's ambitious. Yeah, ambitious. Right. So that should be a quality. That's not necessarily ambition. Is not necessarily a certain job. Right. It's just a trait. That's and if true. you can find someone with that trait that you can connect to. Sorry, we, we had just we a little family about, drama. Yeah, a little family um, drama. It's okay. A little family drama. No, but I was asking Tracy that she met most of her guys in person. Yeah, I like to meet people in person. I like to have a friendship that develops into something. Yeah. I like to have a friend and then all of a sudden one day you're like, oh. But I, I, I love like that. And I yeah. say that to Tori. Yeah. You need a friend. And let it develop into something. Yeah. You at least know what you're getting into. Right. So when I was online dating, I would, some guys like want to talk like really sexual up front. Some guys think that, and I would say like, hey, I'm not really looking to date. Do you want to meet up as friends? Yeah. And do you know that I made like two friends like that? That I'm still really? friends with? That I'm like really good friends oh with? Oh my God, it's amazing. Tori, this is great. <laughs> no. Tori, I'm like, this is fun. I'm going to pay you for therapy. <laughs> yeah. I'm like Lev. Who mm-hmm. I met the one time. Of course. So confident of himself. Is he though? I don't hey, know. Love. You two know, but no. It, to me, 
you know, very confident, although he says he was very heavy and he tells he the was. story. Yeah. He was. And but he comes, I think he's proud of the work that he's done. I think he's proud yes. of the you know, the growth that he's Well he's getting had. a lot yeah. of attention. He's I think he's beautiful. Yes. Yes. He's very, I do. very, very Good looking, but he's his got essence charisma. Is great. His essence yeah. is very good. You could see he's like a kind person. Yeah, yeah. But I think, and that- I told him on his podcast, I said, I think you come off so snotty to other people. Really? I, yeah. You know I said see, I was like you. Yeah. Well, I'm a mother. It's yeah. Different. But I think I've listened to the two of you, which sure. is hilarious. And I think it's easier for a guy. How about this? I want to say, looking yeah. at him, he's getting DM'd. He's screwing mm-hmm. every night. Whatever sure. the, the rings, the cock rings, the whatever the hell's <laughs> going on with the I sex love this. toys. I'm listening to this whole thing. I'm like, oh, you're Oh, my God. Anyway, but it's much easier for him. It's so much easier for him. I'm right. sorry. It's just it's so a much easier. There is something he doesn't know what it's like to be the two there of you. Is something Lev, we love you. You're woman. the best. Oh, I but, love love. Yeah, but he's very special. But he is not the two of you. Nor could he imagine no. what it must be like. I think like. that there yeah. is something it's that only another guy. woman could really truly understand. There is. I, I know that there are women that love themselves, and I got to tell you, I've been trying Who? to follow. I don't them. know one. I, I, oh, something navy. Them. Do you ever fo- you ever see that I unfollowed her? Okay, <laughs> of course you are. You're like she was too that positive for me. She's like she has like two million followers. She's very wealthy. She's like a little she's like anorexic. And she's like anorexic with all these clothes with the rich husband and the baby. We don't like anyone that happy. Yeah, but do, is, are and you that happy? Though? But look at I don't look think at so. what's her face, Kardashian that got cheated on. Yeah, and no, but she's they're like, all unhappy. They're all you unhappy. can tell that they're unhappy. Yeah. Kendall, they're a mess. But this girl, something navy. No, it's like she has no talent. I yeah. mean, maybe she is happy. No, but I unfollowed her. But well, I think I people who are that happy are also boring people. Yeah, but yeah, she's not so, so boring. She has sometimes. two million followers, which has annoyed me more. Well, <laughs> I think that I've been following, yeah. I've been trying to yes. follow plus-size women yes. that are super confident. Ashley Graham? Ashley Graham's I amazing. Think she's but amazing. Ashley Graham's like... I know. She's, also the she's most, got yeah. the body that no, everyone wants. She's yeah. the most gorgeous. I mean, she's, she's a little so unrealistic. Hot. Right. But when this she is what talks I mean. about plus size, I'm just like, Listen. lady, <laughs> you are like, uh, uh, like other world. She has like, an hourglass figure. Yeah. I'm talking about excess body I agree. Yeah. I'm talking about yeah. rolls on I top agree. of rolls on top of rolls. Those are the she, women that I want to follow. She's like a supermodel. Yes. Yeah. I want to follow those women right. and I want to follow about body positivity because I got to tell you, I've been trying to preach body positivity. Mm-hmm. I don't believe it yet. <laughs> don't think that like I'm totally on board with it. Right. I've been listening to like these body positive podcasts That's and they're like, but they go, they go to the next extreme yeah, you have where to it's take like certain things out. You know, they're like, you should eat everything. You should binge eat every <laughs> night great. and you should just love You're six, 700 pounds. That's beautiful. <laughs> but, and it's like, but all can right, I relax. Say something? <laughs> Like my other daughter was in New York City Ballet. Mm-hmm. And you could be the skinniest person be and look really horrible mm-hmm. because you're anorexic right. and be sick and your body shut down. She had a lot of things sure. happen to her and feel like shit Absolutely. about yourself. Absolutely. So again, what are we back to? Yep. We're back to just, you got to find happiness. Absolutely. Yeah, so within yourself. You like, again, yep. there were so many women out there, skinny, not skinny, medium. Yep. They have someone and they have a good relationship. Yes. It's about working on it's yourself. It's about who you are. If you it love yourself. It's a lot easier to no, do this. The sunshine will shine out of your right. face when you love yourself. It's it's not easy. Yes, and I'm not absolutely. saying it's easy. Your mother and I met our husbands young. Yeah. It was a different world then. Of course. But but it's about right now. And like, okay, my friend Noelle, she's very thin. Mm-hmm. And she said to me one day, this was a long time ago. She said, it bothers me when people call me skinny. Interesting. Um, and I said, all right. 
I See, but, never but, thought about no, that. No, but yeah. people that she said because she was very, very thin at a that, time. But people sometimes that doesn't. Look and she so said, good. you know, people say you should eat a hamburger, and she's like, that hurts my feelings. And she's also, like, they might think she's anorexic, right? And right. she said, when when people call you fat, she said, you know how you feel. You know how you like just feel hurt. She goes, that's how I feel when people say you're so skinny. People would say like you're so skinny. That's gross. You should eat a hamburger. She's like, that is so because you know I say. I wish someone would say that to me. And she's right. like, no, you don't. The, the, you don't, because it's equally as hurtful. And it's something that I never realized before. And I try to, you know, I try to say, like, if someone loses weight, do you know that it's rude to acknowledge that? No. Okay, so say you saw me and I lost 50 pounds. Yeah. And you said, Tracy, you look so thin, you look good. <laughs> That's, That's not, you shouldn't say right. that. I mean, listen, thank you. Well, what do you say? <laughs> so you say, you look very happy. Ah! <laughs> that's it you're not supposed to comment on people's weight because then maybe i have cancer right maybe i have well, aids when you don't know what's happening sick yeah she had a relapse she got so scary sure. skinny yeah because she was very very sick well right. that was with the eating okay of course so people would say to me like she'd be they'd be like is tori okay Right. Like, is she, like, okay? Or some other people would go, wow, what a body. Meanwhile, <laughs> but the this kid is, can't function. Do you understand that now? Yeah. You can't, you don't know why someone lost weight. No, they were you like, don't she, know if I someone tried. Like the fucking kid can't get out right. of her apartment. Right. Okay, you think she looks great? She does. I have right. nowhere to like, go. She's don't, sick as a, do- like, exactly. this is not a joke. You don't know why anyone is the way they are. Right. Yeah. So instead of saying, you know, it's not your business, really. If yeah. you want, if I want to share my story with you, I'll share my story. I'm overweight. I have Hajimoto's disease. It's very, oh, very I difficult. Know a lot of people with yeah, that. it's very First difficult all, for I me. I do not think you're overweight. No. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm technically Can over. I like tell I'm something? very overweight. You look fantastic. Thank you so much. You have the most gorgeous hair Thank down you so much. to your waist. Thank you. This uh, like incredible hair you keep throwing Thank over you. yourself with the maroon pinkish on the Thank bottom. You. you have a gorgeous face. Oh Your God, body looks I, terrific. Thank you. Okay, so you're not zero pounds, but you look great. Thank I mean, you. honestly, the package. Oh, you I look appreciate that. Beautiful. Yeah. I, I just, I Your wish that I felt it. Well, that's another And story. I, but and neither, I hope that but no one. Tory. Right. But that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, she I hope like that pimples, there like is this. not a man in this world that should be able to take the power away from you because why are you doubting yourself like you are beautiful and you know that logically yes right yeah so why if this stupid fucking guy he's like he doesn't treat you like you're beautiful so he's right and you're wrong yeah it's like you always have to go back to logic and i'm telling you when i have a breakdown and when i'm having a weak moment I'm trying so hard yeah. to be like, you are wrong. It's right. This is it's cr- hard to this is the crazy logic. part it of you. It makes you feel terrible about yeah. yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. And yet, um, you have to work on it anyway. I think we have to end okay. it, you're, unfortunately. You're beyond. Oh, my God. Thank yeah, you we so need much. to have I you back. I had such a great time. have to have her on again. Oh, yeah, we need no, to have you back. Anytime. Anytime. Talk about you're my favorite. Oh, my God. I've Thank you so much. Don't edit this out. No, you this is all I have. I've met a lot of people. <laughs> this is all I have. No, you're, you're my favorite. No, you're oh my amazing. You're so Wait, much. why are you whispering when the listeners are going to The listeners are going to say it louder. I think we need to have lunch. We're not going to go on. No, no lunch. No. No, no, no. We'll, we'll take it. We'll, we'll do we'll it. Lay in the bed we'll do it. I'll cook. You, you come to. over. Okay. You got Wait, it. Tracy, where can we Tracy, find you? You can find me at Trixie Tuzini. T-R-I-X-I-E-T-U-Z-Z-I-N-I. Let her finish. She always interrupts when people are plugging their stuff. Wait. You're supposed to yell at your mom. Like, that's a thing. Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, Trixie Tuzini on Instagram and Twitter. You can go to tracycarnazzo.com. 
Uh, for all of my upcoming show dates, I'm having a live podcast May 4th at the Soho Playhouse in New York City. Uh, that's Teen Mom Trash Talk. And you could catch my podcast, Teen Mom Trash Talk, 90 Day Fiance Trash Talk, which, Tori, you have to Yes, I have to on. come on. I can't it's wait. It's airing the this new, Sunday. I'm so excited. The coming up. I'm actually going to uh, the, the party. Live sh- yes. Gonna, oh, my God. That's amazing. I'm so jealous. I'm going to report back yes, for you guys. Uh, but, yeah, check that out. Uh, and, yeah, just follow me. Oh, my God. Thank you so Thank much you for having me. Thank you so for much. having me. Love you. Love you. Love you.